Hello and welcome to the Taco Latte Podcast, the podcast where we discuss how to navigate life as a Christian teen through a teen's perspective. I'm joined with my co-host, Aaron Jimerson. And I'm joined with my co-host, Tatum Clark. Hey, what's up, bro? Nothing <laughs> <laughs> much. I am very tired. I was painting oh all day. Um, That's so tiring, bro. It is. It was really fun, though. It was good. That's good. Dancing to some, like, Disney music all day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, painting some walls at Karis. For those of you who don't know, our church. Have we, have we talked about this? Well, Heather works at Karis. That's so true. Probably. So if you guys listen to Heather's episode, we were um, painting Karis, which is sort of like a Christian girl sorority yeah. that our church runs. Mm-hmm. Um, that Heather is like one of the main people. Manager. At, yeah, yeah, manager. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. But now I'm very tired. So. <laughs> I can imagine. It's like really muggy outside. But it's, it's not like cool. pretty nice. <laughs> I like the sun, but I don't like I the mood. I think it's, like, sunny. Oh, well, from the inside and in the air conditioning, it's really nice Which outside. is the perfect weather for me. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> when it's sunny, but you don't have to be out there. Right, exactly. So, yeah, how are, how are you? I'm doing good. I am very tired as well. Yep. Um, <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. I went to the dentist today, <laughs> and nice. I have a root canal or I need a root canal. Oh. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I don't, don't ask me. I have no a root canal. Problem. I don't know. I have an infection in my root canal and they need it taken out. That's a bummer. So, he's going to put, like, rubber in it. Yeah, whoa. Yeah. Wait, so you're going to have really rubber weird. in your gums? Like, yeah, in, in the, like, little root that goes whoa. into my gum. It's going to be filled weird. with rubber. Huh. Does it, like, Super stay weird. there or does it dissolve? Yeah. Or, whoa. It stays there, bro. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be hollow. And Permanent rubber. Yeah. Interesting. I never heard about that but then again like i haven't been to the dentist in like a long time so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of bad i'm going soon though and i'm That's kind of good. terrified do you have like good teeth like good genes i mean i think so like i think it's kind of weird my my family tends to have like pretty good fingernails and teeth hmm. which is sort of lots weird. of milk yeah i mean i do drink a lot of milk yeah you do i drink a lot of milk too though but my family mm-mm not bad genes. My aunt has had like every single tooth. Like, oh man. Like has that's so crowns on like every single tooth. And she brushes and flosses and like she's the cleanest person I know. Oh wow. But it's just like in the genes. That is so lame. Which is very sad. So that's I need dental insurance when I <laughs> when I need to make that. Yeah. Choice. That's that would be a good idea. Also, <laughs> oh, there's somebody on a what is that called? Man lift. <laughs> Sunbelt man lift. And, and he's just, like, <laughs> flying in the middle of the sky. That is funny. He's just, like, slowly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of, Wait, like, where up. is he going? What is happening? <laughs> it's so slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, one mile per hour, maybe. Uh, oh, man. Anyways. Oh, he's looking at us. Okay. Anyways. Um, that is unfortunate. And I'm, yeah. I'm so that's It's okay. He said that it's a pretty typical procedure, okay. so not terrible. That's good. But and it could be worse. I never had. Like, yeah. So, cool. Well, Happy wait. I want to hear about this this um, revelation that you had last night. <gasps> oh yeah. Um. All right. We're not gonna keep this intro short. This is gonna <laughs> go on for hours. Okay. So, last night. We'll try our best, but we're gonna fail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Before we started recording, I told Aaron all about this. So. She's going to pretend like she's hearing it for the first time. I mean, maybe you'll let me know some new stuff. That's true. That is going to be very loud in our episode. It is. 
So, um, sorry guys, uh, there's a man lift going by. <laughs> Don't know why. Anyway. Um. um so. <laughs> Alright, so last night at like, I want to say like midnight to one o'clock. I like could not sleep. I went to bed at like ten o'clock. Could not sleep until like one. Which is very unlike me. Yeah. Because I really like you usually sleep. go to bed very early. Mm-hmm. Which so. ten is like a normal time yeah, for me now. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> it's getting closer. <laughs> this is kind of weird. Oh. Okay, anyway. So, I had this idea. After listening to a Stuff You Should Know podcast about beekeeping, I decided I am going to become my very own beekeeper. And I am very excited. I calculated all the costs last oh, night nice. in bed. And I figured out how much a bee suit is and how much it costs to build hives and get bees and all that fun, fun stuff. And I even created my logo Whoa. and my name for my company, everything. Nice. <laughs> Looked up prices of jars and tags to put on them. Okay, wait, so I have to just ask, why honey? Okay, well earned. <laughs> I use honey every single day in my coffee. Like, I like That's to put, cool. like... That is very hipster of you. I, thank you very much. I like that <laughs> compliment. Um, I usually put, like, cream, like, half and half or whatever we have, and then some honey. Mm. And that's, like, my sweetener instead of sugar. So, I, I don't know. I just decided to do that because it tastes, like, way better than store-bought honey. I get honey. that, yeah. And it's pretty cool to make your own honey. That is yeah. honestly pretty cool. I mean, cool. I'm not making it. No, but I'm going <laughs> to source my honey when I have my company. Uh, yeah. So. That would be absolutely amazing. It'll just be a hipster cycle of, like, just sourcing everything. Yeah. Really cool. And people, talk a latte fans, <laughs> you can buy this honey. Um, I will let you know when it's out, and I'll tell you where to purchase cool. it. We could try it on the show for our talk a latte Ooh, in the like in a coffee. I mean, I feel like it would take a while to, like, actually have honey, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched very many videos. Well, you know, keep us updated. That's a pretty, pretty yeah. cool, pretty cool idea. So no, I'm excited and... about that. I really love bees. It's actually kind of weird though because <laughs> I don't really like them in real life that much. So. <laughs> in real life, <laughs> that's funny. I'm afraid of them, but I like them. So, dude, I'm all about saving them, but I, I would never be able to like have my own hive. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, that is very awesome, Tatum. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, and I'm excited to see where this goes in the future. But speaking of Takalate honey, we're going to be jumping into our Takalate segment. Sounds good. I'm, I'm surprised, or surprised, I'm excited <laughs> to find out. You're surprised I brought something. <laughs> okay, I actually made this. Oh, Ooh. these cups are all bent. It's okay. I am opening this water bottle. And, oh, Ooh. whoa, it's like a lime, whoa, it's like neon yellow. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I don't know. What's the smell? Tell me. I don't have a Aaron has nose. no idea what this I is. I really don't have a very good nose. It well, has can you some smell? sort of like maybe citrus, mint. Um, no. I mean citrus, yeah. But no lemon? mint. Yeah. Lime? No. I, I don't know. Okay, do you just want to take a drink? Yeah. Mm, that's good. Is it homemade lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> what is it? It's lemonade with a lavender simple syrup. Ooh. I made the syrup. Wait, what? 
Why yeah. are you so crafty? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I just picked some lavender and then you put it in like a cup of water and a cup of sugar in a pot. Ooh. With lavender. Just boil it for like a minute and then syrup right there. That's and you really just good. add it to a powder like this lemonade. A lot. <laughs> this, is, this is way better than like other chocolate stuff we've had. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank I, you. I, like I mean, it. it's really sweet because like it's the powder good. stuff is really sweet. And then you add like a lot of sugar to the syrup. So okay, so Tatum, can you give me a scale? Yeah. Um, from on a scale from from man lifts. Oh. To um, a tractor, a John Deere tractor. <laughs> what is this lemonade? Oh gosh. Well, it's sweet. Hmm. It's okay. yellow. Oh. Um. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I feel like lemonade is pretty common, but with like extra, extra touch of a uh, lavender, it's a little bit extra like spicy, like you know, spicy as in like fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with like a new high tech combine because those are typically mm-hmm. yellow. Mm-hmm. And okay. And they're kind of common, but like the new ones aren't. But like the new ones, you mean like fresh? Yeah. New. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's a good... I mean, that's... I really don't know anything about... That's a good comparison. I really don't know anything about tractors. <laughs> yes. So, that's the best I know that I John Deere's are green and yellow. <laughs> awesome. Different. Well, I think that we're just going to jump in because we're trying to keep this episode slightly shorter. Mm-hmm. So, now we're going to be diving into our new Christian influential leader in history to finish our four-part series. Mm-hmm. Um, what a beautiful series it's been. <laughs> it's been pretty fun. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. We've enjoyed researching people, yeah. and it's been good to just kind of see how like everyone's story is just so different. Mm-hmm. It's like God uses everyone in, in such different ways, which is super cool. Okay, so our next and last person for this series is Florence Nightingale. And Erin, you chose this person. Could you give a reason why you chose her? Yes. So Florence Nightingale, I had kind of heard a little bit about and Mm -hmm. I was like sort of interested. So I started researching her story more and I was just really like, I don't know, just inspired by her eagerness to follow the Lord's calling on her life. Mm -hmm. She was so focused that she gave up everything so she could follow the Lord um, fully for what he had in plan for her life. Many of you guys uh, may recognize her name. I think she's pretty well known as a famous nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, she grew up in a really prominent family, and we're going to go into that in more detail. And then, yeah, she just ended up giving it all up to the Lord and just mm-hmm. surrendering it all. She revolutionized the modern medical world. Yes. Um, and she was the first woman to really get the opportunity to serve as a nurse in war zones and just kind of opened up a lot of doors for Mm -hmm. the modern medicine that we know today. Mm -hmm. So with that, um, I think we should just kind of dive into her life. Just give you guys a kind of brief intro. And so if you guys are interested, you can look into her life more. And then Tatum and I will just kind of have more of a conversation style about Mm -hmm. it and just kind of bounce back and forth ideas. And um, just just go for it so sounds good so yeah um she was born in 1820 so this was like 200 years ago wow that's quite a while so a lot has happened since then but 
I thought it was really interesting because she was actually named by the place she was born in Florence, okay. Italy, because her parents were vacationing while she was born, <laughs> and so they named her Florence. That's so random. I know. And then her sister, it was the same thing. Her, her name is, I don't actually know how to say this, Parthenope? Yeah, I think Something so. like that? I think, yeah. Because they were there while she was born. That's crazy. That's creative, though. That is creative. But also, but like, why would you go on vacation when you're about to have a baby? Like, maybe they're, well, they were really wealthy. That's true. Wealthy. <laughs> they're really wealthy, Those so wealthy they. wealthy people. <laughs> they could have yeah, probably sure. easily called, like, somebody, though. I don't know what we don't. Like. We don't know the situation of the. But anyway, <laughs> side note, she was named based on the place that she was born. Mm-hmm. So she, as we said, she was born into a really wealthy family, mm-hmm. and she actually was tutored by her father in six different languages. Yeah. Um, and he also taught her philosophy and many other subjects. So he, she was kind of homeschooled right, right. by her father, which right. is a little bit different than... Well, yeah, it was interesting because her father didn't trust anyone else to teach as well, mm-hmm. like, to his standard. He looked for tutors, and he could never find anyone. Right. Um, and so he just decided to do it himself, which I yeah. thought was pretty cool. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they were very well educated, her and her sister. Um, and yeah, just kind of a very, very elite class mm-hmm. of um, people. And what's also interesting is back in those days, the women of the family did the same thing. Hmm. Like they, I don't know, they were like stuck in a cycle pretty much. Like they got married, they had kids. Right. And they, like, ran the house or whatever right, that's right. And called. then it would just, like, repeat. But then he, like, educated his kids. Like, almost like he wanted them to do something different. Right. That's true. Or, like, be different. Right. And I think as times were changing, like, 1820s doesn't sound, like, very modern. But mm-hmm. it was progressing. Yeah. So I think things were just changing over time as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I thought it was also really interesting because when she was 16, literally two men proposed to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Times that was so really different. common back then. Though. It's so crazy, though. But, yeah, she declined both of them. <laughs> she mm-hmm. was like, no, not ready for that. Yeah, so after she rejected the two guys after their proposal, she felt like she was called to something like different. Like mm-hmm. God had called her to do something that was out of the ordinary um, than like her mom or her mom like right, the cycle. through the generations. Like she wanted to break that cycle. Um, and whether that's through because her dad taught her differently or it is because of God, mm-hmm. but she basically wanted to do a different service. Right. And she didn't know what this service was, but she felt this weird kind of like presence, like God was talking to mm-hmm. her, like calling her to some unknown service, as she called it. Um, and I think that her family would say that they were, like, religious, but it was probably not very common to be like, I'm going to ditch everything so that I can follow yeah. God. That was another way she was breaking out of this cycle. But, yeah, I think that this is just a really good reminder because, like, God can call you to do things even from a young age. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would say that the majority of you guys that are listening are, like, 17, maybe, like, 15, 17. I don't know how old you guys are. <laughs> but... Kind of around there, right? Mm-hmm. Teenagers. Um, and it's so true. Like, God can call you to something even in your youth. Right. Which is something that I was also really inspired by through her story is just, like, don't underestimate your guys' youth. Mm-hmm. Like, use it and prepare your hearts in this time for ways that you can serve the Lord. Yeah. 
that's like the theme of teen back kind of like right, as right. a youth you can change stuff and right, you don't exactly. have to be like 30s and have like your whole career figured right, out yeah you can be a 17 year old who doesn't know doesn't anything. know what you're gonna yeah, do yeah. but you feel like god's calling you to something exactly it's and just that leap of faith yeah she actually leapt out and she did something about that rather than just keeping that still small voice inside of her Mm -hmm. she did something about it and that's what's really cool about her right exactly stepping out of her comfort zone and what's usual in her like class quote unquote right right um which becomes really really apparent as we keep talking because her family was just completely like what are you doing Mm -hmm. um it is so so weird that a 17 year old wants to like serve constantly right and like even though she didn't know what her like service was going to be she still tried to find ways to serve like whether that was feeding the homeless or bringing food to widows or caring for the sick around her like she would do everything she could to be actively serving right yeah so just like our weekly challenge has been for the past two weeks yeah maybe? i think so um florence nightingale stepped out of her comfort zone and served in a way that didn't benefit her in any way but just helped her community out right and made people feel welcome and loved also right even though her family thought it was really weird because that was definitely not normal for somebody in her class um but yeah she just continually kept telling her family she was going to do some sort of service Mm-hmm. And they thought that was really weird because they were like, no, you need to marry a nice rich man mm-hmm. and continue the cycle. Right. Um, and she just, she knew that that's not what God wanted for her. So later in Florence's life, one of her family friends died during childbirth. Mm-hmm. And that really sobered her seeing a friend who died in someone she loved who could have been saved. Like, right, right. it wasn't like they were terminal it was just because that they didn't have the proper care right and that kind of sparked an interest in medicine Mm -hmm. and creating like a modern way of doing nursing and being a doctor I guess right right um yeah so this totally woke her up and she was like I think God is calling me to become a nurse Mm mm-hmm and the weird thing is in the 1800s like being a nurse was like very looked down it was, mm-hmm. like, gross. It was, like, a nun's job. Well, not even that. Like, some nuns were nurses, but mm-hmm. a lot of them would, like, drink, and they were always drunk because, like, the smell mm-hmm. at the, like, hospitals was so terrible. So nasty. They had to, like, <laughs> dull their senses with alcohol so that they could work on their patients. Mm-hmm. So they were literally drunk. Drunk doctors. That's, <laughs> like, so it was very looked down upon. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't go to the doctor if you actually needed help. Right. It was, like, yeah. So... Not, like, a safe I think, like, the wealthy people would hire someone to come to their home. A nurse, yeah. They wouldn't go to the doctor... Or the hospital. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just, like, imagine that. Like, you tell your rich, wealthy, elite family that you're going to become a nurse. When this is what is associated with that. And she only had one other sister, correct? Right. And... That's interesting because usually, like, back in those days, they always had, like, a male in the family who would Mm. carry on the bloodline. Right. But imagine you only have two girls, and one of them decides to randomly, like, become a nurse in, like, a filthy hospital. Yeah. And, (laughs) I mean, they probably were so disappointed in her. Right. Or just, like, confused. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we 
trained you better than this. Mm-hmm. But it's like they didn't understand. Um, and yet she continually like persevered, even though the people around her didn't maybe always understand or yeah. support her. She knew that this is what God wanted her to do. Mm-hmm. That's really noble. It's kind of interesting if you think about it. Like, modern medicine is way different nowadays. And right. being a nurse is, like, a high, like, a privilege to be a nurse. Because right. it takes so many years exactly. of training it's and so, stuff. Yeah. If you think about it, like... Right, and she is really the one who, like, kind of revolutionized right. that change. But, yeah, after she decided to become a nurse, she just started working super, super hard to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So... Florence Nightingale learned a lot of the ways of nursing through books and from doctor's reports. So she learned through working. She didn't go through a school to learn all she knew. She learned through experience. Right, right. Which is kind of interesting. And perseverance, because she was literally, like, learning these things, like, pouring over textbooks and, like, reports over national health conditions at, like lamplight like mm-hmm. when she wasn't doing her other things um and just like imagine that perseverance yeah because like being a nurse was not really like they didn't have the same like resources for like college and stuff, right especially for women so eventually she went to england and the institution for care of sick gentlewomen in distressed <laughs> circumstances that's the full name um, of it. needed a superintendent right and she jumped at the opportunity um, and she was able to get the job because of her hard work and dedication to the craft right. um, and how much research she did in the field of medicine. Right. So because of her perseverance through hard times, she got a job right, and right. was like put up in a superintendent right. position. Yeah, she was very well respected because of her hard dedication. Mm-hmm. Because most of the nurses had, like, very low standards, had very low morals. But she was, like, the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And so they recognized that. And then she was even able to kind of enter into nursing through this. Yeah. And then after that, everything just kind of, like, started, like, coming together because of her faithfulness and her obedience to God. So you could say the English didn't treat their wounded soldiers very well. Right. They had a really bad reputation for caring. Um, and then all of a sudden, the Crimean War. <laughs> I don't know. Crimean? Crimean? <laughs> Tell us if you guys if you know. But So once the war broke out, um, the French took pride in taking good care of their wounded soldiers. Mm-hmm. The English decided that they needed to step up their game um, because they didn't want to be put in the light that they didn't care about their soldiers. Right, right. And they kind of didn't, so they needed to change that. Yeah, so they needed to change that. (laughs) So, because of Florence Nightingale's reputation, she was actually appointed to be the superintendent of the female nursing establishment of the English General Hospitals (laughs) in Turkey. That is the full name. That is quite a title. That is. (laughs) You need, like, an acronym for that. What would that be? S-F-N-E-E-C-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
in war. Right, exactly. Yeah, so that war was very tiring for Florence. Um, she works hours on hours in the hospital, and then uh, by night she would literally fall into her bed exhausted. Right. Um, and then she would write letters to the government at home saying that, hey, you guys really need to change things. Like, Right. Because, like, they just didn't have a good system. Mm-hmm. Like, she was running everything, and I don't... She didn't have enough staff. She didn't yeah. have enough other nurses. And I don't think she had enough respect. Right. Like, the wounded soldiers were really the only ones who approved of her being there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was working tirelessly, tirelessly and also receiving, like, hatred because, like, she was a woman. And she yeah. was just breaking all these boundaries. Yeah, she was being so... Like, she was doing so much good, but people didn't really see that. Right. They only saw, like, the result of that, I guess. But they didn't see her hmm. doing the work. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really difficult when there's just a system that's been in place for so long for people to recognize that change is okay. Right. And often change can be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that was definitely something that was kind of a wake up. At this yeah. Time. So after working just constantly during the war, um, her actions were eventually recognized by even the queen of england right which is crazy and she the queen actually went to florence nightingale's house and visited her um and they wanted to talk about reform right yeah so just imagine that like you're just you're you know you've made it when the queen comes to your house and you start talking about (laughs) creating world change that's so cool and yeah they became like friends that Mm -hmm. is so awesome Um, And eventually, the queen summoned the secretary of state um, to the palace with Florence so that Florence could kind of share her ideas on change in the medical world and just the things that needed to happen to create a better world. So just imagine this. Like, from a young age, Florence knew that she needed to do something different and break the cycle. And because of that obedience, she changed how we do everything now. Like, she completely just changed medicine um, because of that obedience. Imagine what, like, the medical world would look like today if she hadn't stepped out in obedience. Exactly. So it just just reminds me, like, how we are supposed to act. Like, if we don't, like, you never know what God's going to do with what he tells you. Right. Like, you could, I don't know, God tells people to do stuff like, go into medicine, and maybe they don't change the world, but they do change the people that they work with. Right, exactly. Um, and just changing one life. Right, like, That's w- huge. one life, one person matters. Right, exactly. And if you do what God tells you, he'll just glorify it and bring so many good things mm-hmm. because right. of that. Right, and it's like God sees the one. Mm-hmm. Right, he leaves the 99 to to save the one and so even if you feel like the things that you're doing aren't creating change or like aren't seen even right like know that god can use what you're doing if Mm -hmm. you're obedient to him and you live fully for him he will do crazy things through your life Mm -hmm. so i hope that's encouraging to you guys um but yeah basically florence had a crazy life (laughs) and just all these crazy opportunities kept coming up for her um and like eventually she started writing books about nursing advising um educating people about change Mm -hmm. and just going all over the place she would advise people like the queen of holland the crown prince of prussia like 
crazy like royal people imagine if she had decided to just do what her family wanted to and like ignore mm -hmm. god or what was just comfortable because right. i'm sure she was uncomfortable in the situation oh, yeah. she was in right uh, everybody hating on you for your right decisions. that would be so hard but she was persistent and she kept on doing what she knew was right right so yeah this was kind of like a short summary of her life like we could have gone a lot more in detail um, but we kind of wanted to keep this episode a little bit shorter. But yeah, she lived on to a long age, um, just continually um, sharing her ideas and change. She was bestowed the Order of Merit, the first time it had ever been given to a woman. So like mm -hmm. all these crazy awesome things. And then she ended up passing away on 1910. You know, In 1910. 1910. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy life. Um, crazy, incredible woman of God. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, even though, like, her story is pretty, like, insane, if you think about it, I hope that it can bring encouragement to you guys yeah. that just, like, stepping out in faith can produce such fruits mm -hmm. and create change. And, yeah, she started small. Like, she started in her hometown just helping the poor and right. helping the people who are weak. And because she did that, she literally changed the world and how we mm -hmm. view medicine. Right. So yeah, I hope that's encouraging to you guys. Um, just seeing the faithfulness of God if you are faithful to him. Right, exactly. And just for reference, um, we got our information about Florence Nightingale mm -hmm. from Christian History, the article, The Faith Behind the Famous Florence Nightingale. So if you guys want to read that and just kind of learn about her life in a little bit more detail, or if you want to... Wait, it's Christianity Today. Oh yeah, Christianity Today. What? By Mary Lewis Coakley. I believe mm -hmm. um and yeah just like feel free to research her life more if you guys learn any other things about her like feel free to let us know um we love to learn new things as well so but yeah we just hope that this episode was encouraging um even though we didn't go into a ton of detail. yeah <laughs> but yeah that kind of wraps up our talk on Florence Nightingale our very last episode in the series right um which is super awesome we actually have a brand new se segment that we're going to be jumping into right now really quickly called Jokes from You Guys. <laughs> so this is going to be a quick segment because we were trying to keep this episode like sort of short. Yeah. Um, but you guys sent in some pretty great dad jokes on our Instagram. They're all very daddish. They are. Which, which is, is super awesome. funny. Um, so Tatum and I, we're going to read our favorites and then... Mm -hmm. I think we should try to do, like, the not laugh challenge where we have to, like, stare in each other's eyes and read it, like, super seriously. Yeah. Okay. Um, and see if we can get some. Okay, I'm going to turn Some good way. chuckles. Okay. Okay. Two windmills. We're... <laughs> okay. I'm so bad at this challenge. Okay. Ready? Two windfields. We're talking in a field. One turned, the... <laughs> one turned to the other and asked, what's your favorite genre of music? The other one replied... I don't know. I'm a big metal fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Wait, who's that from? Yeah, we didn't write that down. Whoever wrote that one in, good thank job. you. I like That's that one. one. Okay. <laughs> I really like this one a lot. I was addicted to the hokey pokey. But it's okay. I turned myself around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty good. If you guys 
could see our reactions. Like, we are really bad at this. But, yeah, thank you to everyone who sent in your jokes. Um, feel free to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll keep it going. <laughs> but the dad that joke was our, segment. <laughs> yeah, what should we call this segment? Try not to laugh? No, it should be... The yeah. dad joke? The, your well, joke? It's not always going to be dad jokes. Right? Uh, you sent in jokes and we talk... We, we t- <laughs> talk a lot. It needs to be, like, two words. Talk we'll figure a, it out. Talk a jokes. <laughs> talk a chuckle. <laughs> talk a laughy. <laughs> laughy taffy. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, this has been the... Whatever it's called segment. Um, now, really quickly, we're just going to do our weekly challenge segment. Have you come up with a new one? <laughs> yes, our yeah. weekly challenge is, I challenge you to make a lavender simple syrup. Oh. And add it to your coffee. Oh, that sounds really good, actually. To, like, cake. Add it to whatever you make. I challenge you. And. Okay, I challenge you. <laughs> to check. <laughs> I also challenge our listeners to make it. Just look up lavender simple syrup. It is very easy as long as you have sugar, water, and lavender buds. You're good to go. Good to know. So yeah, and then like send us a picture and we'll put it on our ooh, Instagram story. Make like a super artsy like Aesthetic, hipster. Yeah. Embrace picture. your inner hipster. Like go all out. Do it. We'd love to see. We that. would love to see all the filters and yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a great challenge, Tatum. I will try to do that, and I will post my picture on Instagram. Sounds will good. You? Will you? Yes, in my foam cup that's killing the turtles. Yes, it will. <laughs> but if you use your metal straw, it's fine. Oh, yeah. It negates it. Oh, yeah, totally. For sure. Um, but, yeah, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for our next one, which is going to be from a recommendation from one of you awesome listeners. Um, from our Instagram story, you guys sent in some recommendations of future episode ideas. So okay. So we will be diving into that. Apparently, <laughs> I'm just hearing now. about this for the first time. <laughs> Uh, I typically do like the social media stuff, so I think it's yeah. really funny because like I talk about things because I, I like never knows, know what you're talking then... <laughs> about. She just has to let me know so I look. Yeah. Um, well. But yeah, so stay tuned for that. I'm very excited about that. You guys sent in some awesome ideas. Okay. Um, but yeah, until next time, is there anything else or has this been the talk about this? This has been a good episode. Yes. Good catching up with you. It has been good. And it was good to know about good old Florence. Yeah. She did a lot of great stuff. <laughs> she was a good gal. <laughs> she was indeed. Well, until next time, I'm Erin. And I'm Tatum. And this has been the Talk a Latte Talk. Yeah. <laughs>